This is Big D and Shade from Takayaki Anime. Yo! And today we have Daisy Cakes and Ray with us again. Hi! What's up? <laughs> and today we are doing our final thoughts for the summer season of 2016. Yay, you got it right! <laughs> uh, we got a couple handfuls of shows to talk about, so um, let's get it going. Um, the first show that I have is actually not a show that came out in um, the summer season. Um, I finished it this season, so that's why I put it on the list because it is actually kind of hard for me to finish um, to keep up with shows. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> tell us more. <laughs> uh, this show is called "And You Thought There Is Never a Girl Online," and this show is a um, it's about like video game otaku's. So, okay. Okay. The title does not betray what it's supposed to be about. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> but go ahead. And it came out in the uh, spring season of 2016. So I'm one season back on this. This type of show is kind of starting to become like a subgenre where it's you have somebody who at school they have they play like a regular person and everything. And then whenever they go home, they like dive into like their otaku kind of stuff and <laughs> they don't really show that side of them to anybody else. So um, like like me. I mean, um, yeah, no, go ahead, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so um what was it? Uh Oreima, which is a my, I I can't believe my sister is this cute or something like that. That's um another show that I think kind of popularized that this type of show. And then um there was another show that came out, and I can't remember the name for it, but um, basically this show uh, centers on four main characters. Um, the main guy, he is just the average average um, protagonist. He's a regular guy, nothing really special about him, but everybody else around him is kind of quirky, so that's how that's what makes the show interesting. Um, there is one girl who is... Uh, who is similar to him, where she's not really popular. She's not really um, like a real sports star or um, stands out. But they, the main character and her are kind of close. So that's why you see her that uh, the most. And with characters like that, they usually have a crush on the main character. So that's why they that's their part of the story. Uh, there is another character who is the student council president. But she's not, she's not like the mean, strict, tattle on all the main characters kind of president. She's the quirky, so rich girl. She, she's not like the the one from the 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 one that was about just about student council, is she? Where she was like very um, perverse in her way. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh you yeah, say yeah. Student council president. That's the first one that pops in my mind with that one because I was like, oh my. God, <laughs> he had. Anyways, keep going. Yeah, Sorry. so there's usually um like one the student council president that's um there's like a few different types that anime usually use that I've seen, and there's like the the strict tattletale that's always causing trouble for well the main characters are causing trouble and they're always getting caught by the student council president. Mm -hmm. Then there's the rich snobby student council president. 
that's kind of basically there just because they have money. Mm-hmm. Then there's like, and and they're kind of jealous of the main characters. So uh, that's part of the reason why they always like insert themselves into the situation. And then there's like the really popular, not really like a standout character, but like they're really reliable and like the main character kind of falls for them and they're like a love interest. Mm-hmm. Well, this one is like, she's rich. She's quirky. Like she, she has, she loves throwing her money around for in the games. Like one thing that they always <laughs> make fun of her about is that she's always buying premium items. Mm-hmm. So, so she's the one that's buying all the DLCs, all the alternate skins. Yeah. All the rare, all, all the, <laughs> everything. Has, yeah. She has like everything. And, the re- one of the reasons why it's not good for her to be in their party is because her stuff like doesn't work well to- together. Like, oh, so she, she bought all the stuff, but she didn't. Actually, yeah, like, she like she's super strong, but like she like she'll have a really powerful weapon, but she doesn't have like the magic to 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 <laughs> use the weapon properly. Aww. Or she'll have <laughs> something that looks really cool, but her stats don't match, so she can't use it. So it's kind of like <laughs> it's like. Her, she does or a lot of the weapons that she buys. She just buys them because they're premium, and she has. <laughs> so it was premium. Um, I wanted it. Yeah, I don't booth. care. So a lot of times they're like, "We're gonna go here and no premium items. Like, just you can't use any because every time you use that, we end up dying because you don't know how to use it or something like that." Nice. So um, then there's a uh, the fourth character that fourth main character that you see is a. Uh, Kind of. Have you seen Chunibyo? It's like yeah, um, the term basically describes like a middle age, around the middle age kind of um, character who believes that they are some kind of mystical. Like they believe that they are the main character of their life. Oh, <laughs> they're like oh. I'm Naruto. You know what? Like, I ah. did see that. I did see that one. I tried to block it from my memory. I forgot about. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me about. That. <laughs> Repressed memories. <laughs> that one was horrible. <laughs> oh my god! I love that one. Um, but um, she's kind of like that. She's not as obnoxious, where she thinks like I'm the flame master and all this kind of stuff. She just she um, she's in a like what was it? She started the the reason why that she is with the main character is because she started the game and she didn't really know how to play, and he just happened to come by and teach her how to play the game so then ever since then she's kind of latched on to him and <laughs> she's like this is my boyfriend kind of stuff and she's the uh, she's the noob that uses the guy to power level <laughs> well, well she doesn't even she's just like i love him and she just eh, and he's mine and she's just uh, with him all the time and in the game you can actually get married so um I can't remember how everything works out, but she unintentionally married him. <laughs> yeah, they actually um, ended up like being married in the game. So then, in real life, she's like, "He's my husband." <gasps> and oh, she's <laughs> <laughs> of course in school, in school. If you say that, the parents are going to be like, "Whoa, whoa, what is he talking about?" And everything, everybody goes crazy. So um, that's basically her kind of thing. She thinks she. She kind of th- she kind of thinks that she can really use magic, and, but she definitely thinks that he they're married and they're in a relationship. So <laughs> that would sound um, pretty funny, actually. <laughs> yeah. So 
Because it kind of sounds like some of my friends. That sounds like one that you can't watch. It sounds like it's going to be like one that you can't watch when anybody's around because you're going to have to do a lot of explaining. Like, no, see, it's it's the show. They're, it's, they, they don't always show underwear. <laughs> so, of course, the these four people are in a party in the game and then they end up realizing that they all go to the same school. Uh, and two of them actually realize that they're class rates. So, so it's kind of like a like a. a like a lighthearted version of Dot Hack. Uh, I would. I want to say yes, but I'm, I haven't watched Dot Hack, so. Uh, but, kind uh, of. I, yeah. I watched it. Like from the, what he's described, I can say kind of. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, <laughs> um, so even though that premise is usually always done, where you have a bunch of people who love this one game and you end up finding out that they're all at the same school. Um, it's actually really funny because out of the four characters, only one of them has uh, the Chunibyo and it's kind of affecting them. Like, they're trying to keep their gaming on the down low. They're like, we do it outside of school and while we're in school, we don't know each other. And the one girl, she finds out that her husband is in the next class. So she's like... <laughs> Hey, husband! And she like tries to bring him like lunch and stuff oh like that, and they're like, God. no, 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 no. So what they do is um, the student council president creates a club or a circle. A circle is basically a club that's not official yet, and you have to prove that you're actually doing club activities to actually get approved. Mm -hmm. So they have this temporary circle, and they have they have a certain time limit. They're like, we're creating this circle so we can fix her chuny bill so she'll quit blowing our cover, and. We will um, kind of, it's kind of like they, what is that? Intervention. They kind of do an intervention, but they do it wrong because the intervention is them playing games at school. Oh, so, <laughs> so basically. I was about to say, I, I, even when you were describing, like, that's just going to go horrible. Some, some, somewhere along the way, it's going to fail hard. Yes, yeah, so basically. No, in an anime, no, everything goes according to plan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, so basically, they try to fix her problem by doing like in what is it enabling her at school and at home. So uh, they um, one of the things that they try to do for the school festival because clubs and circles always have to do something for the festival. Um, they try to win like a rare um, like a rare trophy that you get in this big tournament. So. Everybody get like the um, the rich girl buys all these nice gaming PCs for the class, and, and um, and the one, one of the girls she like falls in love with it, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna name you something!" And she like every day she comes and like hugs the computer. And she's like, "How are you <laughs> And it's it's uh, so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um. What was it? Yeah, so they enter the tournament and um, things don't go the way they expect. No. Which is, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is obvious, but the way that they do it, I like really, really appreciated it because I didn't know what side to be on because of how things happen. So I really liked how they're like, we're going to do this for the club and to try to help this girl even though it's it's like counterintuitive and 
they all come together. So like the girl that has like all the off like unbalanced weapons and everything, like they all get together and they're like, we need to work on strategy because we won't be able to win this trophy unless everybody's doing their part. And the girl that has Chinibio, like she, she, her weapon selection is just as bad as the rich girl. It's just she picks all cute stuff. So she's like, <laughs> I got, she's like, I got the pink fluffy oh weapon. I got the pink fluffy helmet. I got the pink fluffy boots. Pink fluffy armor. And it's like none of that stuff is gonna help them. Like she's a healer, so like none of that <laughs> stuff is gonna keep them alive. So it's it's really really funny for that. Um, and I would say. Uh, there was one moment in this show that as soon as it happened, I paused, laughed myself out of the room, and <laughs> it, took, it took me a while to calm down because I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> it's one of the moments, like how you mentioned earlier with the underwear and all that kind of stuff, where um, something happened, she closed herself off from the world, and she was just going to stay in her room, and then everybody comes to try to get her out, which happens in a lot of shows, but... Um, <laughs> she falls down the stairs and then there she is like oh why are my hands here <laughs> so um, the thing that happened was uh, her husband came over to help her and uh, or to get her out of the room and he does it in a way that was like amazing so uh, as soon as she <laughs> as soon as he, she, uh, he knocks on the door and he's like hey it's me she's like oh no what are you doing here and he's like yeah your mom let me in and he's like ah I told her not to. She's like, you can hear her like sh- moving stuff around and like busting, like just knocking stuff over. And, <laughs> and then, um, she's like, no, nah, don't come in yet. And he's like, your mom gave me a key. I'm going to come in. And she's like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> he opens the door. And she's like, she's like halfway taking off her underwear. Uh-oh. Oh my God. Oh, no. Oh, Whoa! oh no. <laughs> Is it? So that's what she meant by "I'm ready." Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's her husband. So, yeah, yeah. so I'm like, whoa! And then like, <laughs> he like, whoa! He's like, what are you doing? And then he like slams the door, and she's like, oh, okay, now I'm really ready. And then he busts it, and it's worse. And I was, like, I, I couldn't hold it. I was like, ah! I got up and left. And I'm like, whoa! I feel so oh, bad yeah. because. <laughs> Now, (laughs) it was probably the best way that they could do that because she is like causing this, like she wanted that to happen, and it was it. I don't know. So, so the one time, the one time in anime history when a guy walks in on a girl, sees that, and he legitimately. Had nothing to do with it. Completely yeah. not his fault. And it not happened her. twice. And she made it worse the second time. So I'm like, oh ah, my god. It, it. At least, oh. at least that I like. I would prefer that in an anime instead of doing the same. Yeah. The same. Oh, I accidentally Fired. fell into the room in the most absurd way, where he fell off of a bird through the window, bounced <laughs> off the bed, spun the ceiling fan around, and then all the underwear flew out of the room. So, at least it was intentional, and it was part of the story. Yeah. So that's why. Uh, well, I I love the characters, and um, that was probably like one of the best moments of the year. Like. Um, in December, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it was different. Um, in um, 
I'll say on a side note, um, in December, uh, some people in the anime community do like a 12 days of anime and they do like their best 12 moments of the year. And this this was the hardest, like the biggest laugh I've had all year. So <laughs> I'm definitely like this show is getting highlighted because of that one moment. And I love the characters. <laughs> so Fair enough. If you that was it and you and you thought there was never a girl online, that show is awesome. That's right, that there. Make a note. <laughs> oh yeah, now you're just trying to make a note because you want to see that scene. I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> I mean, if you're just gonna tell everybody, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might as well. I mean, it's only the internet. It's not like anybody's gonna notice. Yeah, that's all I have for that one. Right, y'all want to go next? Yeah, we'll go next. Uh, so we'll start off with 91 Days. Because I think out of yeah. all of them, I think it's the one I probably enjoyed the most. So it takes takes place in America in the, during the time of Prohibition. And it's basically about the main character who's trying to get revenge on one of the main gang families for murdering his families uh, in, in the first episode. So it goes through this... I wouldn't say it's elaborate, but it's basically him getting close to the family by any means necessary type deal. So he, he starts becoming friends with with the uh, with the next in line to become a Don in that family. And he just starts kind of manipulating things behind the scenes that kind of makes all of their plans fall apart. And what what the main families are trying to do is just try to keep peace. And what he does is just keep stirring up the bees nest between all of them. And it just kind of keeps progressing and progressing and progressing. And as it progresses, you can tell it's taking its toll on all of the characters. So it's not just the main character. It's uh, all of the kind of important characters of the show. Everybody's becoming a little bit more paranoid, becoming a little bit more stressed out. And all of their actions actually take effect on the character. So they do a good job in developing it as all of these things start happening. And... All the way up to the ending, man. It just kind of keeps you guessing because it doesn't. You don't really see what's coming next because you don't really expect it. So of course, a lot of the characters die. A lot of the characters you don't think are gonna die die, and they die in in ways that that you hate because you don't want them to die like that. Yeah. And they they just do a good job. They just did a good job all the way up until the end. So. I feel like I appreciated it because the way that the main character took care of what he needed to take care of was in a very uh, calculated way. So if something happened in you know to one character, somebody else would have been like, "Oh no, why would you do that?" And then it was just it would be revealed soon enough that he meant to do that because this was going to cause chaos somewhere else. So not only was he physically hurting somebody, he was mentally messing up the, another family, another mafia family or something. Mm -hmm. So it was very calculated. It was very smart. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. You can tell they really took their time to, to think about how the story is going to play out. And it wasn't just kind of put together and things weren't forgotten. Uh, throughout the story, everything happened for a reason, and it was uh, it was really good. Yeah. It, it really had me excited about the next episode because I really didn't know what would happen. It was very suspenseful, and yeah, I, I recommend it. I highly recommend it. Right. See, now I I tried watching this one. I think I watched like 
I want to say either six or seven episodes into it, and it's it's a story that is not new. There's been many many iterations of this sort of like revenge and being very calculating yeah. as far as taking your end. You know, it's not it's not just a simple I'm just gonna kill whoever it was that was responsible for it. No, it's I'm gonna kill everyone that's responsible for it and I'm gonna mess everything up that they held dear that caused my whoever they killed of mine to have to just have to die. And I, that's what I saw in it. He was like very much so just going through and just, you know, making sure everywhere he's like, okay, this person was connected. This person was responsible. This person had, you know, moved. This person knew about it. You know, it was like boom, boom, boom. Every he never he didn't leave any loose ends. Yeah. No, nothing was ever, you know, left up to guesswork. It was always, you know, he there was it's you know, it's very much in a realistic sense. And I and and part of me appreciates that, but I think um, I can't. And I think Big D can can attest to this in some of the animes we've watched in the past and how I've kind of left some of them to him more times than I. I tried with this one, but like the realism that was involved in it, I think was just one of those where even though I enjoyed it, it was kind of just like, eh. Because I mean, it's not necessarily the reason why I watch anime in, yeah. in, in a lot of the ways. Um, which is a little counterproductive in some sense. I guess I'm a little hypocritical because like I do enjoy shows like Shokugeki, where it's about you know cooking food, which is yeah. obviously very realistic in its own way. But I think there again, I think the styling behind that, and we'll get to that later, was very much different, which allowed it to have that sort of surreal feel to it. So yeah. it, it didn't come off like that. That 91 days is very gritty yeah. and and very realistic. And that I almost wish that the people who did 91 days because of how they did it and how they made it look, did Berserk. I think if they had done <laughs> yeah. Berserk, it would have been so much better. Yeah. Because I, I think agree. there is something that needs that gritty and just realistic. So that way, like, every sword slash that you, you know, see, you know, see Guts do would have been that much more impactful. Because every yeah. time somebody died in there, it was very impactful because mm -hmm. of how realistic everything looked and felt and it just had that connection with you. Um, yeah. But for me, it's just, again, that sort of thing I usually don't look for in animes and it, te it tends to kind of bore me, which is why I was like, eh, as interesting as it may be, I just couldn't keep up with it. See, I think that that's what, what kept me drawn in because it wasn't like uh... – it was just some kind of random occurrence where a bird happened to fly in and it screwed up the plan. You know, it was everything was written out in a way where you can you can see it happening, and it wasn't just some random act that threw everything off. Everything, oh, yeah. you know, uh, his plans as well as like how all the other families would move according to what was going on. You can really see happening. So, and, and I think that's why I appreciated it so much more because it wasn't just in this episode something else random happened or this other random thing happened and it just kept throwing off his plans. So yeah. it, it just it all tied together really well, and and yeah, that's what I appreciated the most out of it. And that's why I, I kept watching it. Just it was something different for me. It wasn't just wasn't. And I'll get I'll get to one later on when I get to mine, and I, that's kind of similar. But Big D, yeah. you got anything else on that one? Yes. Um, 
like everybody has said, um, I loved how um, calculated the main character was. Um, I loved how his plans went through successfully for the most part. Yeah. And um, if he ran into any roadblocks, he would always have like a backup solution for it. And um, it was it was kind of weird because um, for uh, let's see, there was a time skip of about seven years after the uh, he lost his parents and everything. Yeah. And he I'm not I can't remember if they explained what he was doing in the meantime, but um. Well, actually, I think um, his landlord in that other city said that uh, he, uh, she told one of uh, one of the people that was staying with him at the time to uh, be careful about him because she knows that he doesn't have like a reliable job, but he always has tons of money. So yeah. he's oh, yeah. like, she's like, he's kind of shady. You got to watch out for him. And right. I thought it, was, I thought it was kind of cute for them to add like a little bit of care, like, like telling what. Like his background, like what he's been doing over the last seven years without actually showing any of it, just like an offhand comment from his landlord. Mm-hmm. And then for all of a sudden, when he when he gets that letter from that uh, that one guy for him to be like, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing next. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it just heads right over into it. And um, it's. Uh, I think I, I really like how um, he built up the relationships with all the people especially like um with nero because they were buddy buddy through a lot of the show like at the beginning and at the end and there were some parts where i'm like is he scheming something or is he like (laughs) did he just give up i'm like what's going on everything's kind of off right now and then Um, and all of a sudden the mode switches like, oh, okay, that's what he was doing. So see, and, uh, and when they do that, it makes you feel even worse about when when he actually succeeds with certain parts of his plans because you get attached to the characters. Because you yeah. him, they actually make you think like, oh, they're friends, you know, everything's gonna be fine. And then yeah. it just like, turns it, around and it's not like nah. It was yeah, he's like, like if this like, one incident if this one like with um with a lot of people uh with a lot of um like stories where they're anime uh, live action movies and all that kind of stuff where the two characters are like if if we met at another time we could have been friends or yeah. something like mm-hmm. that and I love how how you can you can see that without yeah. them actually saying it like they do in some movies yeah and um I would say like. It's probably stereotypical to say like the main character was my favorite character, but um, I I don't know. I like they showed his flaws. They showed his how conniving and like like calculated he was. Yeah, and um, I just love the show overall. Um, yeah, it's he had to make a lot of hard choices, and it, it was just great. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I don't. I don't want to give too much away in case. Well, I, in case somebody hasn't seen it, but towards the end, it definitely becomes a lot more, a lot more difficult. Especially the one scene where with his brother towards the end, where he yeah. has to make that decision. I was like, ah, uh, that wasn't. I was kind of hoping it would do that that typical anime thing where he's like, oh, I got a plan to get us out of here, and then he does some elaborate thing through the window and he has like an escape car escape car waiting and yeah. he doesn't and yeah and that's 
I think that's what makes that the anime so brilliant is that it doesn't take the cheesy way out and make a happy ending. Yeah, I um I like with that with that scene, I'll try not to say too much also. Um you you can tell that he's running out of options. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, okay, finally everything's settled, and all I have to do is focus on this. And if I can handle this, then I can finally make it past this step to get to where I want to get to. And then this wrench just comes flying into the situation, and I'm like, <laughs> no! <laughs> no! And then he explains it, and I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. But yeah, it's I love I love, I love this show. It's the exact yeah. reaction that I had to. Yeah. The exact reaction. The hopeful part of me was just like, please have another, have an elaborate <laughs> plan. Please, please, please. No. Oh. This whole time I've been building no. a trap door underneath the mansion. <laughs> right. Just yeah. in case this happened. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would say I highly recommend the show. Um, if you're looking for like a realistic style anime, then this is one that's very, very well done. Yes. Yes. I agree. Moving on to my first one, I have uh, Nejimaki Serei Senki. And uh, I I kind of thought I would enjoy this one. It seemed very whimsical at first and, and kind of interesting because it blended sort of a, a fantasy with a uh, postmodern kind of feel to it because you have people running around with like guns and sabers and then you also have like these little creatures that, that like com- soul companions that they have which kind of added that fantasy kind of feel to it and um, it's it's very I, I enjoyed the characters in it and this is why I was going to say about this from the other one too is that here's another character who he doesn't seem like he has a whole lot going on. He's very much lazy, and he even professes that he is one of the most laziest people ever. But he's so he's so smart. He's so smart. He's so intuitive. And when push comes to shove, if you had anybody you would want to have in a bad situation, this would be the person. Because he will... It's those those moments where you're just like he either comes up with a brilliant plan or he has just this way of being able to bluff and actually pull it out. And you're just like, holy crap, where did that come from? Um, It's very much militaristic because you have two main empires who are going up against each other. And as you're, as the story progresses, you kind of see how the reasons why the empire is the way it is, and why this one's you know doing this one, and and so so forth and so forth. And you really, the main character himself, like there's four characters that are, I want to say, actually five, five characters that are kind of paramount, essential, and main to it. Two of them that are, I say, were like the top two. And then the rest are just kind of co-stars, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the guy who is the the brilliant strategist, um, and he has a female friend who is just like the quintessential pentacle warrior type. Um, and I say this because she has uh, 
kind of like uh, Kirito and um, Sword Art. She has a dual blade uh, style that she uses. Uh, okay. And when she goes, when she goes all out, she will just people die rather quickly. <laughs> I mean, heads go flying, bodies drop, and you're just like. There was at one point where the uh, princess of the kingdom that she was protecting got kidnapped, and she just went off. And it was one of those moments where you're just like standing back in awe. I mean, it was kind of like, it was almost like watching um, Ceres and Helsing Ultimate when she finally snapped. Okay, Remember yeah. that? It was yeah, almost yeah. like watching that. And you're just sitting back going, damn! <laughs> that happened? Holy crap! And I mean, like, it, was, it wasn't until all the, all the bad guys were dead and just gone on the ground. And like her friend finally approached, she was just like heaving with both swords in hand, and he finally came up and just calmed her down, and she was able to stop. But it was just like that, you know. And I get that. That's like you know, warriors. That's like the the heat of battle. I mean, you lose yourself in a lot of that, you know. And and that's what she did. And it wasn't until he brought her back to reality that everything just kind of settled, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. She went um, all Wolverine on the ass. Basically, I mean, <laughs> basically, uh, but you know, and he he gets put in situations. He never he never wanted to be a soldier. He only kind of went into it because of the the girl that he's with. He's trying to help her, and you start seeing more as the reasons behind that. It's, and it's not even it's not a like love relationship between the two of them. It's more of just like a companion. Like they actually like lean on each other for support on critical moments and key things, and they're it's just like them being around each other. There's never any romance involved with it. It's just they, you know, even for not only just you know physical but just moral support, just kind of being there for one another, which I think is really cool. Because I mean, it, it, so many animes go that way where you have the male male main character and the female main character, and there's a love story between them, and it's like it doesn't. It's not that way with this one. At least it doesn't feel that way with this one. It's more yeah. just like they just kind of know each other and 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 have that companion kind of with each other. So I can I think that's kind of cool. And then you have the other three characters that kind of join with them, and and each of them have their own like abilities and and kind of specialties. And it's really cool watching the the main character how he sees the potential in a lot of them, and he he'll. He'll give them the tools to be able to do what it is that they need to do, and then just kind of gives them a nudge and just goes, "Okay, go ahead," and and they'll they'll follow along like right right usually with it. Like they introduced in the, in the story itself like uh, rifles because usually they just had like guns that were short range, short to mid range, and then they introduced long range rifles, and they were supposed to defend a fort situation. And they knew, the main character knew there was a force that was going to attack it that was going to be using the rifles. So he took the dude that was with him, who was, who was very good with rifles, the long-range rifles, and he was like, I want you to go and I want you to protect this place. And we both know they're going to attack. And he, and, and he could just tell him what to do, but he goes, well, how do, you know, he asked, well, how do I defend against that? How do I defend against someone else who's using the same type of sort of rifles that we are? 
He's like, well, how far is the effective range of it? He's like, well, I would say about, you know, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, well, where would you set up if you were attacking the fort to best give the most, you know, chaos involved in that? He's like, well, I'd probably set up probably around this area over here. And he's like, okay, how would you defend it then? And he left it completely up to him. And he figured it out and actually set up in the, to a certain point where right when those that force tried to come and attack it, he was already waiting there for them and and started laying them out before they could even start anything. Uh-huh. You know, it's like those those brilliant like strategic like things like that. I'm like, okay, that was just too damn cool. Yeah, yeah where it's like he his um, where people are like, I know you know the answer. Let me help you figure it out yourself yeah 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 Yeah. and he just let him kind of do his own way so that way i mean he's still like the guy that he helped was still like thinking of in awe about the main character because he's Mm. like but he's like you know and and, but you know the main character is like you figured that out on your own that was you i just kind of helped you along the way i knew the answer i just want to make sure you knew the answer so we can get this this going you know so i was like that that's really cool and, and like I said, the way he does things, you know, you want to talk about calculating and, and figuring stuff out. I mean, every time he does something in a battle situation, you're like, oh, my God, that was brilliant. Yeah. And he's always like, you know, why do things the hard way when you can do things the smart way and be lazy about it afterwards? <laughs> That's my kind of dude right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't force yourself to do more than you have to. Just take the easy way. That way yeah. you get the job done and we're, we're good. You know, yeah. and I'm like. You can't argue with that. It's kind of right. Nice. Cool. I definitely enjoyed that one. I thought it was really cool. So So that's a a five out of five? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward. The way they ended the the season, there's going to be more to it. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how things will progress from where they're at. So. Okay. Sounds pretty good. Cool. All right. Well, the next, the next show I have is Relife. Relife. Yeah. I meant to talk about this one in the last video. <laughs> or the two videos are good for the first impressions. But, um, yeah, day one of the series, uh, of the season, the entire show, the entire season was released. So that weekend, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> uh, it was that good. Um, basically, Relife is the story of a guy who gets a chance to kind of relive his high school years, um, and it's it's done um, because he can't hold down like a real a regular job, but he's actually good with people. So I can't remember why he always gets fired, but. Um, Basically, this company called Relife comes to him and offers him a a job for a year Mm -hmm. where he takes these pills and it changes his his appearance to where he's like a high schooler. And they uh, they're working. I'm not sure how involved they are with the school, but basically there's a bunch of Relife employees who are also taking the pill and they are in the same classes as the, I guess, their clients, and they're monitoring them and seeing, like, how well they adjust with um, the situation that they're in now that they're back in high school again and making sure that they don't do anything illegal with underage 
uh, underage uh, uh, kids and all that kind of stuff. And then, um, and then make sure that they're they're actually um, like following the process that real life thinks that they should follow because they scout they scout these people. They they go around and they're like, well, this guy can't hold down a job. This is the reason why he actually has these skills, and we think that he'd be a perfect fit because if we put him in this certain situation and set him up with certain other people who kind of complete his like um his skills then we feel like he can blossom into a better person because of the experiences that he's gone through for that year so um, can I just say that's a that's a pretty awesome concept for a show that yeah that's pretty smart so basically the whole show centers around getting people who are at least somewhat lacking in certain abilities or certain ways and giving them a chance to have a year where they might potentially gain those skills that they are currently lacking yes interesting i mean the synopsis for it that i I remember (laughs) i remember us talking about it and i'm like the synopsis for it did not betray anything like that i was like what is that how and it seemed like it was just going to be a bunch of just awkward moments mm-hmm. so. so um so i watched this three months ago so i can't remember if there are any like stereotypical high school anime type of um situations that happen um there aren't really any etchy moments in the show it's more like these characters are out of school and either college or higher um, age. So you don't really see things that like, it's, it's one of the more mature high school kind of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, there's certain characters who, well, of course, like any show, they reveal who they actually are later on. And um, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the characters, I kind of wish that the show kept going so I can find out where everybody ends up, but they cut it off in a, at a nice moment where they're like, this is how they are first experiencing the situation. These are the first kind of stumbles that they have. And now that everything's starting to work out, that's it. So you're like, oh, okay, it's, it's heading in this direction. Um, that seems kind of just horrible. I mean, you're well, like, it's like, it's they, they, after all that work, well, yeah, they, they wind you up for it and then they're like, Okay, we're done. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. They just, they just want you to expect that season two. <laughs> and it's and it's not like a cliffhanger kind of thing. It's like you've been through probably, I'd say probably 75% of the year. So you can see that. Um, I don't know. It's 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 half, I guess, half cliffhanger, but half you're like, okay, I, I, I feel like this is a good spot to leave it off. But... I really want to know what happens to some of these characters because, like, yeah. they developed them pretty well. And I'm like, ah, what's gonna happen with them? And them? So, how would you feel? How would you feel if at the beginning of the next season they all find out that they play the same video game and that two of them are married? Totally the awesome. best crossover ever. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw it coming. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm trying to say um, the main character he's um he's pretty good because he uh, he he's really good with people. So like bringing him 
to like putting him in that situation for the year where they're like he's good with talking to people and like getting to know people, but um I can't remember why he can't he can't keep a job, but they basically pair him with a bunch of people who aren't really easy like they don't really mesh with a lot of other people. So he's kind of like the glue that kind of gets a bunch of people to talk together and, and stuff like that. Um then they also develop like the people who are monitoring them. So there's the one guy who actually offers him the um the job in the first place. And you kind of see him like he his job is to monitor the guy and not really become like friends with him because He's like an observer, and, and that's the the test subject. Interfere with the with the project. The yeah, but you see some um, some parts where they kind of, I guess, get a day off, and the um, like a couple of the monitors kind of like bend the rules a bit, and they're like, "Yeah, we're all we're all over twenty one. Let's have like a party and drink and all that kind of stuff." <laughs> Even though they're actually supposed to be playing high school um, students, so. Let's all go to karaoke. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> stuff like that where it's it's they're human. I'm like they they're spending a year with these people. Of course, they're gonna become friends and everything. And like, yeah, there's client and observer kind of things, but but it's so cool it, to see like how they they become closer. Yeah. So it's a pretty lighthearted show. Then it's nothing nothing serious. Well, I'm, I'm sure they have like their problems, but for the most part, it's lighthearted. It's not. Life yeah. and death, or stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's, it's nowhere near life and death and everything. It's just, it's, it's like the high school drama. It's like yeah. there's um, <laughs> there's <laughs> another point, <laughs> another moment that I'm gonna add to the uh, twelve moments in anime. There's, there's one girl who she's, she kind of keeps to herself and she kind of looks mean because she always has this like stern look on her face and. It's one of those characters that they they always show where they can't really smile because they have like this really creepy smile. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so um, <laughs> there's this huge misunderstanding between two of the characters because every time she smiled at somebody else, she kind of thought she was giving her like a dirty look. <laughs> so, so he's like hey how does why, why don't you like be friends with this one girl and she's like oh okay and then they pass each other and she's all like, <laughs> and like and the other girl's like what did that do to her what's her problem so it's it was like going on for like I, I was wondering how long they were gonna take it because it was stretching on like messing up so many situations and I'm like is somebody gonna fix this and like yeah. I love how like this small little thing just started becoming this huge huge issue and um, there's a uh, let's see what else did I want to say uh, but yeah and like there's there's a romance that starts to happen towards the end. And that's kind of the part that I kind of want to see. Like, they don't really, like, you can see, I don't know, like, the romance didn't really start, but I don't know, in my mind, like, <laughs> they, the this guy character, this girl character, like, getting closer and closer. And I'm like, eventually, I feel like something might happen. If they them. really knew, like, the truth <laughs> about each other. <laughs> like, if they really knew the truth about each other. And I'm like, 
somebody tell like somebody spill the beans and like it ends so um this is a really good show like so good that i like it's two days after it was released i watched the whole thing so uh i would highly recommend relife it's a it's a pretty good show for um for like the 17 again and like rewinding your life to back when you were younger kind of show yeah, it seems like we always ask each other that anyways. Like, if you could go back in time, or what would yeah. you change in high school? Yeah. You know, would you go mm-hmm. back to college life? I, it seems like a really good story. <laughs> yeah. I want to do that. <laughs> that was also one of those those animes that they, they definitely did not do. The synopsis did not do the actual anime justice. Oh. Which, is, which is good in a way, because there's so much more to it. But... Bad. You off guard. Like, yeah, bad. So, like, it catches you like, off guard, but there's a lot of people like myself included yeah. who read the synopsis and was like, ah, <laughs> I think I can pass on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I recommend that show. It's awesome. <laughs> so I guess we'll talk about Berserk next. Uh, did y'all actually finish that one? Oh my we watched, gosh. We watched all 12 episodes. Yes, we oh, did. But just like you said, Shade, that animation I w- was getting on my nerves. <laughs> I saw a little bit of it, and I'm like, oh my god, I know what he's talking about. Uh-huh. Okay, no, I'm going to keep going because the story's good. And then the next episode, I was like, oh god, this, you know, the expressions <laughs> on their faces is just, just like, <laughs> you know, I, it was oh, yeah. really annoying. But the story got me through it. <laughs> But I I don't know it's not definitely not one of my favorites like just this visual no the animation like I said like I tried it like I even watched like certain fight scenes later on and I was yeah. like oh I can you know maybe the fight scenes will get me into it and I'm like that animation just kills it because it yeah. doesn't feel like there's any seriousness in it it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't feel like you you're like this is totally unbelievable. There's nothing like remotely even like what the hell is going on? Why? You know, there's no yeah. like the, the the hits like in the original series when when he hit somebody, you felt the impact of it. You're like, oh, wow. And I'm looking at this one. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I guess that's why it, it was, it was missed it. It was probably easier for us to watch because we hadn't seen the original. So we could yeah. we could let that slide a little bit more. But I could see. How that would get annoying if you have that that uh, previous expectation mm-hmm. and it doesn't live up to it. But yeah, but I mean, for the most part, I did I did enjoy it. Aside from the animation, if I just kind of didn't pay attention to it, if I paid more attention to what was going on story wise, because mm-hmm. they would they would switch it up occasionally from the CG to to actual drawings, and you can tell the difference that because those were probably the more favorite scenes that I had was when you can tell that they switched it, but. All in all, I would still, I would still I would, say it was good enough to watch if if that doesn't bother you, because visually, because there was another one that we saw, uh, Mob Psycho, that people say are really good. People say it's really good, but visually, I can't watch. But as far as Berserk, but I mean, I okay, from someone I I didn't watch it myself, but from someone I know who watched the original series and watched the because they came out with OVAs. They're longer than the original episodes, but they span more of it, and it actually continued further past than the original series went. Yeah. So he wa- he's watched all of those, and he watched this one, and he was like, 
He so just get your opinion. He he was really disappointed with the ending. Mm, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm gonna add on to that. I'm a, I definitely agree with it because like the beginning of it, I was like really excited to watch it. And as I was watching it, yes, the animation was getting on my nerves, but the the I was gonna stick with it because of the story. But as soon as it was just approaching the end, I was like, you know what? I really can can that character please die? Please. I can't stand it. I can't do that one. No. And then it just seemed like it, it just got more annoying and annoying. And then the ending, I was like, what? It, that was it? It was it yeah. was it was kind it was of an abrupt end. And I think what they were trying to do is to get the original fans when they saw that to kind of just be like, oh, then what's going to happen? Because uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if I should say how it ends, but let's just say a, a character is reintroduced. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of like, huh? but, but the way that they kind of built up the story, it just, it didn't seem like it would lead in that direction. So when that happens, it's just kind of like, huh? You, you don't really get why you don't understand what just happened. So it, it and then when they explain what happens, what, what all the other characters go off and do, you're just kind of like, uh, it just, I don't know. It, it kind of seemed like a big letdown. Yeah. It, it was a big letdown because everything building up to it, because all, all the fights and uh, him chasing after after Casca and all of that stuff. And then it, it seems like this stuff just came out completely out of left field. And yeah. it left you wondering more than than anticipating something for the next season. Yeah. But I felt like it was abrupt and choppy and then it's done. But I, I will say this. The characters that I thought were going to get on my nerves were the characters that ended up probably enjoying the most out of all of them. And then one yeah. character, there was only one character that really got on my nerves, and I was just kind of hoping that they would just get rid of. But <laughs> they never did. And I was like, ah. Yeah. Come on. But uh, the characters are fine, aside from that one character. The fights are pretty meaningful. You still kind of get that... Like, cause when he makes an entrance on, and every every time he makes an entrance, you're like, ah, he's here, you know, he did it, he made it in time. But like the fights, like you said, don't have that impactfulness because it's not as clean with the CG animation. Mm-hmm. Um, Story wise, was pretty good. Aside from that ending, where it just kind of just throws you for a loop. Mm-hmm. But all in all, uh, if the animation doesn't bother you, I'd, I'd say you can get through it and be entertained for the most part. There isn't. There wasn't really a part in that in the whole series where there was a lull. It seems like everything was for a reason. Uh, they do a good job in introducing the characters as well as giving them their roles and what they're supposed to do, and it, it never really slows down. It, the pacing keeps you keeps you wondering what's going to happen next. Yeah. So they didn't do a bad job as far as writing. That's good. Yeah. So that's, Still though, I mean, once you see the original series, I'm curious if you'll say the same thing. I. I saw what because they had they had a Berserk movie on Netflix. I think it was something of the egg. It was part one, and it, it was I don't know if it's a prequel to the series or how it is, but it's it's the one where he he first meets I think the character is Griffith, and they kind of start developing a friendship. And I think what you saw was actually the the OVA that I was talking about before. Yeah, because they have four of them out, I believe, four or five. And they, they, they take place sequential events just like the, from the very beginning of like the actual series when it started itself. And 
I mean, I, the thing about the series, too, is like in the very beginning, in the original series, in the very beginning, they actually take you into the future. And then, or they, they kind of, it seems like the future, but it's kind of like the present time mm-hmm. where you see Guts kind of like the way he is, where I think, see, I didn't watch a whole bunch of it, but like the way I think he is in the second season, there's the, this series now, where you see him at. Yeah. Is where he he was in the very beginning, and then they take you back, and they're like, okay, this is how he got to that point. Yeah, this is how he became the Black Swordsman, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you okay. start to see everything in his past, and you're like, oh, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he's as messed up as he is. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. That's like that Griffith. He was a main integral part of it and everything that kind of sprouted from it. And and that's why I said when you mentioned that, I was like, yeah, that's probably the OVA because that's kind of how that started. Yeah. But see, they, they use the same kind of animation style in that because when they started off, it the, it starts off with the big battle and it's the CG. And yeah. when, I, when I first watched it, it was kind of off-putting. I was like, yeah. But I didn't have anything else to watch, so I, I pushed through. And then I ended up enjoying it because they kept switching back and forth. They would do CG and then animation. And... But so I thought that's just how the first the original series was, and then especially when I saw this one, it was nope. the same thing. No, so. the original series was very much uh, like almost like a hand drawn uh, type cell shading, kind of almost kind of. It was very much what you would think of like early '90s animation style was. Okay. So very no cg no it was just and and i think in that sense it had more of an impact because it was very very more a lot more realistic in that sense yeah and i think and that and this anime that is essential that you have that kind of like just like with big d with the uh with Helsing ultimate i mean it wasn't it, it still had that cell shading look kind of to it but it was more realistic looking and what they had and because of that when things that you saw happen, you know, when Alucard's throwing people on and impaling them on flagpoles, and you're like, oh, because it has <laughs> that, you, it's almost that gut wrenching feeling. It's almost like you're there actually watching it and seeing it. But when you have that CG look to something that serious, it completely obliterates any sort of like connection that you could have to it. Yeah. Because you can't get as detailed. As you yeah. could if you were, if it was hand drawn. So yeah. yeah. Well, I would say you can, but for a TV production, they're not gonna put that much money into it. Yeah. 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 It's not. It's not a big Hollywood movie where they can sit there and just do all that crazy stuff. But that. that I yeah. mean, where you know what I'm saying? Like you won't get that out of a out of a TV show. <laughs> so why was, I don't know why they keep trying to push for it on you know in certain ones I think it works. Like when they try to do like the futuristic kind of looking things, hey, go CG hog wild, whatever, because you're already kind of going into the realm of just possibilities and stuff yeah. like that. But if you try to do it where something that's supposed to look either dark or old fashioned or just like very rustic and you're trying to throw CG into it, completely off puts it. Yeah, 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 that's a good point because yeah. uh, standalone conflicts, Ghost in the Shell, they would use CG. For yeah, certain, and that actually made sense to me. At yeah, because it, it wasn't it, it wasn't the whole show. So the the parts where it was just talking or it was just building up, you know, they would it would still be the 
the hand-drawn animation would still be, well, not hand-drawn, but, you know, still be the animation. Yeah. And then for, like, the action scenes where they would go into it, you would see the CG and it would work well enough where it would make sense. And it does, it does mm-hmm. work with that story because it is futuristic, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think in that sense, any CG that does want to do, anyone who wants to do CG, if they did it in that realm, would be great. It works. Because it has, you're already kind of disconnected anyways, and now you're just kind of looking at the cool graphics of it. Is yeah. how it looks. You're like, oh, that just looks. Look at that shine and sparkle, and like the the you know, you you see those with these. You're like, oh, that's cool looking or whatever. But you're already disconnected anyways because you're looking at the realm of just possibilities. Yeah. Not necessarily truthfulness, but like for like Berserk. I mean, yeah, he's carrying an overly large big sword. Don't get me wrong. Maybe one that Cloud would be, like, jealous of. <laughs> but at the same time, that's all he's got. I mean, he's got a sword. He's got little tricks he has. But they're all very archaic. They're all very, yeah. you know, you almost could think that you could put something like that together given enough time, you know? So it's like you're looking at that going, and then you get to throw in that CG, and you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, that oh, – well, I guess you can be fortunate that that's just probably the biggest downside is just animation. Because as, as far as how they wrote the story out, it was well thought out, and it was a good story. If, yeah, if they so. fixed the animation, it would probably be perfect. Like I said, 91 Days needs to get on board. The, the animators there yeah. need to go get the Berserk and be like, all right, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> that would work out so much better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Moving on with me, um, I have for next mine, and I regret so much, so Taboo Tattoo. like i know when we did our our initial thoughts of this i was all like hyped for it because it's interesting yeah behind it is very interesting the action scenes are pretty cool don't get me wrong i like Mm -hmm. them there's just so much wrong with everything else though like the pacing is just so bad um, even with the even with the fights, I thought like they're building up this fight. We're having you know great time, and then it just ends. And we're like, why did it just end? How did we how did we go from like a struggle to like oh we're done? Yeah, mm-hmm. like y'all just decide to just give up. I mean, what happened? <laughs> where, where where was this? Where were we Claymore. doing about this? Basically, I'm like, <laughs> you know, and, no. and just and and, uh, and you know don't, don't be wrong. I'm all about making fun of myself, though. I, I enjoy that. I'll, I'll make fun of stereotypes and everything, but the stereotype they had for the American general. <laughs> oh my God. Can, can we just put up, can we just give a little uh, warning? Because I, I want to get into detail about this because I felt yeah. the same way you did. So we were just going to go ahead and say that there will be spoilers. About this one, because there's a lot of things a, I want to say. We're doing you a favor on that one. Yeah. We really are. I mean, I think they could have done <laughs> such a better job than what they did with this. And it had such good potential. And they yeah. just threw it all away. Yeah. I couldn't I, even follow from one end to the other, honestly. But go ahead. No, because I will <laughs> say leading up to, like, the, I guess, that the half-season battle. And so th- what would throw me off is that 
apparently it was way more serious than they were leading us on to be. Because they, you know, they would they would have so many goofy moments. The the princess was was perverted, and she would do perverted stuff every time they introduced her. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then the main characters were just goofy with each other, and then all mm-hmm. of that. And even in the middle of the probably the the the, the first big fight, like they're cracking all of these jokes, and like people are getting cut in half, their heads yeah. are getting chopped off, and then they're like. Oh, ha, 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 you made a poop joke. But then, they, <laughs> and then they died. They'd get shot. Yeah. Uh, the Colonel, Colonel Sanders, he started off the fight with, we're going to put, uh, I'm going to shove a hot dog on a bun up their ass. Like, that, like those, that was his battle cry going into he, this fight. He was, he was fixated with people's asses. I'm going to yeah, say that, right? and putting things in there. <laughs> he like, wanted to shove, I don't know how many things up people's butt. <laughs> Yeah. I was just like, can you stop, please? <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about it. I don't even want to visualize that. Yeah. <laughs> I know it'll be painful. Let's move on. It's like, that's not how you win a war. That's not how you win a fight. That's not how you win anything. But I mean, oh, God. It, it just, yeah, it, it, it just threw me off because like it, it was this important fight and the main characters died and and like the effects of this fight or, or there were effects of this fight that, that that pushed on for the rest of the story, but then you get to the final fight of the story, and it feels like it's just kind of like that's it. The the the, the main or the I think, they, I think they copped out on the final fight. Yeah, to be honest with you, they really did. That was that. a huge cop out because they're just like, you know what? I don't know what to do with this. Let's just make them all giant monsters and battle it out with each other. Yeah. Go for it. Exactly. Oh, the first fight. The first fight. Like, people died. Like, the main characters died, and they died in a brutal way. And you saw you. They give you a, a a glimpse of how powerful the princess is and how, her, how powerful her bodyguards are. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, all right. So they got a hell of a fight going on, and then the final fight, you take these half-developed characters that are all injured. They don't they don't have the they don't match the powers of the original the original crew that they had, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they win. Like you, you go against a team that's more powerful than they were a year yep. ago, and then all of a sudden you magically just are able to beat them. So it feels like. They started off so strong and then had no idea what to do next. So they put I a think, time skip and then they make you believe that in a year they're powerful. And, and I, I, I think what, what the problem is, and again, this I think this goes back to pacing. Yeah. Like yeah. the pacing was so fast. Yeah. And I think if they actually stopped and showed more of these like developments. Now I'm not talking about let's not do DBZ now. Let's not just like go all out and be like, we're gonna say 30 episodes till he reaches this PowerPoint. And you're like, really? We went that far just for that. Are you serious? Yeah. No, I mean give us like an app, maybe two, and be like, okay, this is what's happening. This is how he's developing. He's figuring these things out. He's learning how to use his powers. Yeah. But you just like you go from He's weak and crying in a corner yeah. because his <laughs> girlfriend essentially died. You're like, and then all of a sudden he's Mr. Superman. And you're like, yeah. wait, where did, where did we get this? Who went yeah. from what, where and how and why? I'm I like, mean, they, they could have done like a 1980s training montage, you know, like the Rocky thing where he's like so in the snow carrying the, you know, they could have done something, but instead it's like, a, it's a flashback episode. And then you come back to the next episode and it's a year later and he believes like that he's strong. Yeah. yeah like, everything from up to that point, even it's like, I, I was like, I kept, I, I kept having to go back 
every time I watch a new episode and be like, wait, how did the last one end? Yeah. Why are we here now? Yeah. And, and eventually I just stopped. I'm like, all right, we're just, this is just going to be our reality. This is how we're going to do it. <laughs> Apparently, we're not focusing on what ended on one episode and what began on the other. We're just like, nope, this is where we're at now. This is where we're at now. This is where we're at now. And like you said, too, it's like we had this like joking like mon thing going on with the princess. I mean, they were kind of like they had this little thing going with each other. You're like, oh, hey, this is kind of lighthearted, whatever, you know, little banner. Hey, I'm better than you, whatever. Yeah. But it was never something like you thought serious. And then it was like a switch flipped. And you're like, yeah. Now yeah. she's all of a sudden super serious and wants to kill you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Where did that come from? They had that that one like, in, in the last couple of episodes because I was I was all in until episode eleven, and then I realized like, oh, they just they just royally screwed this. But they 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 had no idea what they were writing because you know they do that. The time skip happens, and then she does that little video where. They're like teasing them to get him to come out, and she's being all joking and lighthearted. It's like you can't joke and lighthearted. Like you, you kill the dude's girlfriend, you kill half of the army, you you cripple the general. The one of the main characters doesn't have an arm now. It's like you do all of this stuff, and then all of a sudden, it's like hey, uh, you stabbed my my waifu pillow, and we're we're jokes and and laughter again. Yeah. And, and then even on and, the on the last fight, like the dude, you can tell the dude is clearly outmatched. And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Huh, super and, saiyan." And, and and was it just me, or did the whole with that the character that they introduced, and in like the last two or three episodes, <laughs> we did that little backstory with him yeah. how he was gonna get married, and I'm like, where did that? Why was that a thing that we had to go through? Yeah. Why was that important? You're trying to make us care about a person who we've only just met. Yeah. Not going to happen. Weird. See, and, and <laughs> very See, like, And looking at it, I'm like, are they trying to appeal to maybe somebody like me? Where I'm like, oh, yay. Oh, this was, I don't know. It was odd. <laughs> See, because they, they, had, they had so many characters that they could have picked from. And it's like they never picked the tone. They never picked what characters they wanted to keep. They never, I guess they never really wanted to pick what they wanted to happen so they just had a whole bunch of stuff or a whole bunch of actions happen and then they're just kind of like oh we'll pick whichever one affects you the most and that's the story that you go with so uh, and i was i wanted to defend it and i wanted to like it and i for the most part i liked it for the ending and then it's just like none of it makes sense it's just i think they needed to they needed to lengthen it out more they needed to add more into it yeah. Because they kept skipping around so damn much, yeah. it yeah. was hard to follow, and I think they just needed to to have a have a set goal in mind and stick with it. You know, figure out what type of anime you want to be and just do it. Don't don't be jumping around like that all the time because it just it makes it hard for your viewers yeah. to to get anywhere near connected with it. Yeah. And like yeah. you said, it's, it had a good premise. Yeah. I was all behind that. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. We got yeah. tattoos that like do all sorts of things. I'm like, yeah. these are mm-hmm. powers. I'm like, this is cool. She can yeah. blow stuff up with like air, and this person can like fire. And I'm like, this is cool. And, I think it, and him with the void, yeah. but they did. I don't think they knew what to do with it. I think if if you want to see a better version of the show, I would recommend watching uh, Darker Than Black. I think ah. it's I think it's it's kind of like a similar premise. And it's done a lot better. The story is a lot better. The characters are a lot better. And it's not 
any it's not ridiculous overpowered nonsense like it, it's it's you get a little bit of that 91 days where where they have to like plan something out and and they have to take into consideration who they're fighting and the, the everybody's kind of on equal ground yeah. and and it takes it the the concept of the tattoos where everybody has like a special power according to the power that they they uh that was the power that they take in i guess the tattoo that they have so you, you get a better story you get better characters and it just makes more sense yeah. Again, it, rem- it, it reminds a, it me. A big yeah, it reminds me of, of how X Men Three was, where you're just like, "Oh, this looks pretty cool," and then they just introduce a bunch of mutants that people are gonna like, and then it just kind of goes everywhere. And then for some reason, people are fighting, and Wolverine's there, and then it ends with like a, a big scream yeah. and a boom, and then that's it. And you're like, "What the hell just happened? Yeah. I'm, I'm lost. I'm confused." Nope. Like, why does Iceman suck so much? Like, yeah. He's not. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways. I don't even want to. I'm, I'm done with it. I don't want to do it about it. It's just it, it needed to go away. So bottom line, don't watch it. Yeah, basically, it's just it's it's a waste of of time. It really yeah. was. Big D, um, what, what you got next? Well, I, well you want to say anything about it? I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm just, no, I was like, I'm still at the good part. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> well, let me save you some time. <laughs> Yeah, you can move on to other ones. Trust me, it'll be better. I feel like we ruined his meal. He's all like, "Oh, this, this chicken looks good." And like, ah, everything sucks. Yeah, yeah. Think it looks good, and then you start biting into it, you realize it's all rotten on the inside. You're like, ah. Oh. Yeah, I'm still like four or five episodes in. Where, um, what was it? Uh, somebody was like, a bunch of uh, people were getting attacked in this one apartment, uh, and yeah. like. The, the one girl had to, like, go, like, uh, crazy over to uh, try to save her. And then the other dude ended up being there before. And, like, there was a helicopter and stuff. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is awesome. I think, and, I think honestly, it's about right then that they really just screw everything up after that. Because then it's like the pacing just goes all over the place. Yeah. yeah. So... I guess I won't be finishing that <laughs> Watch Food Wars instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Anyways. All right. Well, the next show for me is the biggest show of like the last two seasons as far as stuff that I've heard about it and stuff that Crunchyroll keeps sending me. They're like, buy shirts for this, buy things for this. And it is Ray Zero. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, um, this was probably my favorite show of the last two seasons. Um, so messed up. Yeah, so I up. <laughs> I really liked um, the, I guess, the good pacing of this show. Um, I would agree with that. There, there was like very distinct arcs. And I kind of, uh, when the first season came out, I watched maybe the first two arcs and then i took like a month to maybe four months off and then last last month i finished the rest and i'm glad i watched it that way because it's it's basically a show where this guy he um he's living in the regular world and he goes to a convenience store and on his way out 
a car passes him and all of a sudden he ends up being in a, this fantasy world. They don't really explain how he got there or if he ever goes back. Nope. And, but it's okay because um, I love everything that happened. Um, <laughs> Except for his death. <laughs> well, 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 he, 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 You're so mean. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go... I, I know he's trying to hint around to this. I'll just, I'll just say, I mean, he gets, he meets up with a girl. She helps him out because he's still trying to figure out his life in here, basically. And he ends up trying to help her find something that was stolen from, from her by another person. And he goes to a place where it was supposed to be kept. And he walks into it. And finds out that the person in there, because it's all dark, it's like a warehouse or whatever, it's all dark, and all of a sudden, he gets gutted. Like, all of a sudden, someone just comes out of nowhere and slices him across the stomach. You don't even see it. He just drops. He just feels something wet and drops. And then the girl comes in, wondering, because he made like a gurgled scream almost. The girl comes in, and is like, what the heck? And then she dies. And like in his last moments, he's reaching out to her, and then everything goes just black. And then next thing you know, when he was originally got there, he talked to this food stall person and was trying to figure out what the heck was going on. He's standing in front of the food stall again. Hmm. And he, and and the guy's like, Are you okay? You're just been standing there. Are you are you okay? And you're like, did he dream that? Did he... What the heck just happened? And you realize that he he has an ability that whenever he dies, he gets reborn, essentially. But it's like at a saved point in his life, in this world now. But it's so bad. I mean, it's interesting the way they do it, but it's so bad because he recalls all the deaths he's been through. Oh, it's like, you know, when you have to feel that pain and know what it's like while you're alive and you don't have to have that pain, it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, there are times he he emotionally breaks down, and I don't blame him. Yeah. But it's like, you know, when you hit that point, and at one point he got tortured, Oh, and then he he gets killed, but then he still has that what he got tortured through in his mind still. And I'm like, oh god, how do you live with that? So it's not a lighthearted one. It's, no, it is. You got a weak stomach. It's it's one of the shows where like there are some very very intense moments, and after those moments are over, they're like. Okay, let's do something kind of fun for a little bit because we don't want to. We don't, <laughs> don't want to like. Yeah. Because we know that that was bad. That we don't really want this bad. to be Evangelion where it's just depressing. <laughs> all the yeah. yeah, all the time. But it was like, it's interesting to see because he has to like, it's it's bad because he has to die, because like things start going wrong and you're like, okay, he's got to die now because things are going bad. And now he has to die so he can come back and figure out how to make things work to where he that doesn't happen. Oh. And and you know, you're just like 
it, it's rough, but it's interesting in its own way because it, it really takes a different aspect that you wouldn't necessarily consider. And and I do enjoy this also because he essentially he's the hero, and he's even like said that in the anime itself, like he's the hero and whatnot. But you see, because of all the you know. A lot of heroes, you know, in a lot of stories and a lot of movies and stuff like that, they always come out like, you know, nothing's wrong, everything's fine, we got this, we can do this. This is not the case. And I kind of like that because I kind of feel like it's more truthful. Because you know, even though you've seen all these heroes that have all these trials and tribulations they go through, that 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 hurts. That there's there is something like taken away from them from that and they and and there's like scarring involved with that and it's not all physical and you see that with him because he's not trained you know he's like your average joe he's your average person off the street he was an otaku essentially he basically stayed at home all the time never went anywhere never did anything and now he finds himself in real life or death situations and and he has to be the the hero out of it so I mean, and he pulls it out. It's, it's just you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, uh, live, you gotta live with him on those trials that he has to go through, and and what makes it worse. And honestly, like the first one kind of gets you. You're like, okay, he has to figure out how to get by this, and that's true. The second tr- trial he has to go through, you realize it's not just one thing. Now he has two things he has to worry about. So if he miss, missteps here, he dies this way. If he missteps here, he dies a completely different way. Wow, I would feel so paranoid about living life <laughs> after that. Yeah. Go back it's like, well, yeah. Well, it's one of the things where like every every time he comes back, he has all of the knowledge and he's like, okay, how can I do this differently? If I do, if I do this, I'm gonna die. If I do that, I'm gonna die. Is there anybody else who I can talk to, or is there something else that I can, like something else that I can say? And and, and that's that's the, that's the thing too. It's like in that first one, that first trial he had to go through, the things that he does in order to pass that, you wouldn't necessarily think were important. But they were important in their own way. Hmm. Like the one, like originally in the first, like the girl that he meets ends up saving him from some thugs. Well, he does something else and he gets to those thugs ahead of time where she wouldn't have been there. And then, or not, either she wouldn't have been there or she'd already passed, one or the other, basically. So she wasn't there at all. Hmm. What? And then he ends up meeting up with someone completely different. And you think, okay, passing meeting, nothing important about it. But then he ends up being the key integral moment as to the reason why he ends up surviving later on. And you're like, oh, so that was important. Had that not taken place and then had the decision he made later on not occurred as well. And it was just a random, like just one of those small decisions. And it really makes you think that it's like, it's the little things that can change things completely. They do the whole butterfly effect, basically. So oh, basically, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with that, with that it's, situation. It's mind-blowing, really, how, like, just those little tiny things that seem inconsequential 
but they're the, the whole reason why it, it something ends up working out the way it does. Yeah. You know? Yeah, cool. Yeah, for that first situation, I love how um, I think the reason why he ended up meeting that other person first is because he wanted to bypass the whole story that he did the first time. And he's like, I ended up at this one house. So what if I go there first? And by going there first, he ends up running into those hooligans and like confronting them. And then the other guy saves him. And it, it was cool that he met that guy because later on, like that guy was a knight. So later on, when he ends up um, talking with the main girl that he met, she's actually a princess. Because he's with the princess now, he actually meets more knights. And because he met that guy in the what third episode or something like that, he actually has allies who are knights. So he has power to kind of fight issues that he runs into later. Yeah. Well, and again, like you were saying before, it's the butterfly effect. Those little inconsequential things. Because later on... Like, he still had items with him that he took from our world into that world because it was whatever he had on him at the time. And so basically, junk food and a cell phone. Yeah, but see, he had a cell phone. He had a cell phone. And it was the cell phone, small little thing you wouldn't think about. But at one point, he looks at the time on the cell phone, and that was key. To how he ends up passing towards like the like third or fourth tribulation he had to go through, and it was like just looking at the time from the cell phone. Had he not had the cell phone, had he not looked at the time on one of the time many times that he died at yeah. that time and had that knowledge already, nothing he couldn't have passed it. Yeah. So it's like yeah, those small little things that can be the 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 meaning between getting the right decision or not so yes yeah. i see people talking about this one i like to see why uh, oh yeah they seem to enjoy it so much just, yeah just be, be warned have something yes. fun or, 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 or <laughs> to watch like it, 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 during certain moments you're gonna want to be like okay let's watch this funny video about dogs or cats because so uh, this is so start, start off with re-zero then go uh, if you thought girls don't get online <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. There you go. Or Honda Gun. Yeah. I mean, it's um, good, but it's it's deep. I'll say that. Yeah, there's um there's quite a few characters in it, this show that I really really liked. Like um, I usually don't like mascot mascot characters, like the little fuzzy animals that they have with them at certain times. Like, especially in Berserk, I did not like that little fairy guy. Yeah, I like the fairy. Oh. We didn't like, like it at I'm the beginning, and then we ended up liking yeah. little Puck. <laughs> yeah, so uh, his name's Puck. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's ironic. Yeah, yeah, because the, the mascot character in this show plays <laughs> Puck, too. Oh. Like, um, the flying cat creature. And um, at first... later stuff about later on, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> um, so I would say... Um, at first, I thought he was kind of cute, and I'm like, okay, I can deal with this character. He's not annoying. Um, I like the way he's designed and everything. He's the right size. Everything's fine. Then, about an episode later, his size changed dramatically, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of weird to see him that size, like, going from, like, five inches tall to, like, human-sized, like, six feet tall. Yeah. And I was like, ah, that was kind of weird. And then later on, um, you end up seeing this this other creature, 
And um like you end up finding like there's these huge, huge, huge powers that are kind of like governing the world and like it's it kind of opens up like the the like the knowledge of the world. Like everybody says that there's like low level spirits and like high level spirits and like you actually end up seeing like a high level spirit cause like some major destruction. Oh, yeah. And it is like it was like one of the creepiest scenes I have seen oh, in like yeah. in a very long time. That that one made me stop and just go, oh God. Oh yeah. God, what the hell just happened? That was that was literally world ending. Yeah. Because he, he said, I'm gonna I'm gonna end the world. And and one of his and and one of the times he actually was able to talk with him before he did, he was like, I'm gonna because you know, it's these spirits, especially the high level ones, get contracted. Yeah. And this spirit was contracted with the princess. Well, so, something happened, caused her to die. And he got pissed. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's blamed the dude for it, too. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a lot of things where like honor is very like a, your your word is a very, very important thing. Oh, and yeah. you can't be like this cocky guy. We're like, oh, I'm the best. And like people will put you in your place. Yeah. So I love how at the beginning, like the scale of things that happened slowly gets bigger and bigger. And um, once once I guess once you get to the kingdom, you kind of see like where his place is actually in the world, because before you're just dealing with monsters and creatures in the castle that they live in and um once that situation's finished you go to see like the main like the kingdom and you get to see like all of this stuff that was happening all this drama is just around their village like you get to see that oh like there's a whole nother world. There's a of this whole world. nother world. There's all different kinds of spirits that could possibly be out there. And, and see, I, well, I think I think I enjoy it as well because, like, in the beginning, he's like, "I'm the hero of this. I'm yeah. I'm the and and you're in the beginning. You're like, hey, maybe that'll be true. Like towards the middle of it, you're like, dude, you might want to chill out just a little bit because there are some people who are not going to take your shenanigans at all." And they're gonna be. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was it? I'm trying. Because I had had some. Uh, uh, there was one part where he almost lost faith in himself. Yeah. You can't blame him for that, though. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, how many times he dies? I'm like, yeah. I would just at some point, the fact that he pushes on, <laughs> give it up to him. I'm like, dude, you yeah. have that's some spirit. Jeez. Yeah. Spirit. And it's like, um, like the characters around him, like they all like support. Like at first, like, you get to see how people warm up to each other. And like later on in the series, like you can see that the main character, he's usually he tries and tries and tries so hard to get things done and you got to give it to him for trying that hard. And then 
he tries and tries and tries and just can't get it done. And another character was like, I believe in you. You've saved me. I've saved you. We've saved each other. Everybody's been saving each other. We keep, we need to do something. And like, it kind of invigorates him and he's like, okay, let me think. And he just goes after it again and it may not work, but he'll try again. And it's like, like all, I love all of these characters because they support each other so much and they're so cool. Um, I was hooked. I was hooked in the show from episode two. I'm like, I only knew like three characters. I love the world. And I'm like, I'm buying this episode two. I'm like, I don't even have to watch the other 22 episodes. I'm like, I love it. And it did not let me down until the end. So, but yeah, I love it. Oh, yeah. I love the sisters. I don't know about the count, though. He's kind of. Count Dooku? Uh, <laughs> something like that. He is I don't know about the like count. That. Like that kind of flamboyant type of character. It's not so much that 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 bugs me. It's just the fact that I'm looking at him like, you got something else going on behind the scenes, and I'm not sure if I like you too much. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to spoil that one. Yeah, it, anyways, I mean, regardless, y'all need well, to watch. Trust me, it, it's, it's worth the watch, even though with all the things we've said about it. And, and you know, I, I'll say this. Okay. And, like, Taboo Tattoo, we were saying before how they had that one character who had, they just randomly threw in that backstory. And you're like, why are you making me want to care about this? What is, yeah. what is the pro, what is the point here? He's only remembered from one episode. Because it's, it's essentially one episode he keeps reliving over and over and over again. That one dude, the sin dude, <clears throat> sloth, that he comes up against, by the end of that, I wanted him to die. And it was very <laughs> satisfying. I mean, that's that that to me is how you build characters. Mm. If you can have it to where you have a villain that by the end of it you're like, oh, kill him. Just kill I don't even care how you do it, just kill him. And then you see it happen, you're like, Yes. Thank you. Finally. <laughs> and you see it happen not once, but at least twice. You know, and I'm like, Yes. Do it again. I don't even care. We'll relive it all in the time. <laughs> Do it again. Because he the, needs The rest to of the series die. is him dying. See? And it would be satisfying because you see they actually build it correctly. They yeah. actually do the things that make you care and then hate his character in that regards. And I think in a lot of ways they do that with the other characters too. The sisters, you feel for them. Yeah. I'm like, I, I felt for them. And I almost have that feeling where I like I almost wanted the main character to kind of go with the the blue-haired sister because I'm like, oh, come on. She's adorable and she actually cares about it. <laughs> yeah. But, I've seen know, that uh, meme so many times. Oh, my uh, God. So there's one episode where I agree with all of that stuff, how everybody loves her. And I can't remember what episode it is, but it was like right when they're about to leave the castle. He's like, he says something and then she just goes on and on and on and like explains this whole story. And I'm like, oh my God, I love this character so <laughs> much. But Anyways, yeah, definitely say, so I guess I, I, I think everyone should, should watch it. Even though we've said some of the things that are, that are like cringeworthy about mm -hmm. it, it's definitely worth a watch because it, it's, it's, 
it's taking something that people kind of tend to know, which is that whole person gets transported into another world kind of thing. It's been done. People have done it. But it, it takes it and does it in a different way. And that I have not seen anyone ever do before. Seems interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And millions of people on Facebook can't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes. <laughs> not this one. Not this one. Anyways, moving on. You guys? Um, I think the last one we have is Hondakun. Hondakun. No, you want to go with it? I'll let you start it off. I really like it. Uh, number one, I did not like that first episode that we saw. Because um, <laughs> it seems like it didn't tie very well to the actual story. But it's pretty cool. I really liked it. Um, it follows uh, Honda, uh, which is a character who thinks that everybody hates him. But in reality, um, everybody is adoring him. And it, like it seems like he can do no wrong. Um, even though he has this internal struggle where... Oh my god, I didn't do this right. I didn't do that right. Everybody hates me because of this and that, you know. And meanwhile, everybody else is like praising him and just I mean, they love him. So, I I I love that little comic relief when you know, internally he's just freaking out about making a little mistake and everybody is just like, "Oh, he's so glorious. He's so <laughs> wonderful," you know. I loved it. <laughs> I, I kind of kept going back and forth because it was it was funny because it was so ridiculous. But then at a certain point, you're just like, because you have one character that that actually understands and sees what <laughs> yeah. what Honda is thinking. And he's just kind of like, yeah, he doesn't he's not seeing it the same way we're seeing it. And then every time he tries to talk up, talk up. All the other characters are like, shut up, you don't know what you're talking about. And then just like push him out of the picture. <laughs> so you kind of just like, uh, uh, come on. But it's still, they still kind of, they don't really blow it out of proportion with how ridiculous it can get. It's still like little things that can that could easily, easily be misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. And they can make they make a whole story around it. And I, I think that's that's where it really shines. That it's not, it's not like uh they don't they don't take out of the world experiences and try to make it try to make it to where you can relate to it and it has the right the right level of comedy and i think it's funny that it all starts like the whole reason he thinks about this is just because he has a conversation with one person mm-hmm. and that one person says makes like an offhand remark and he's just paranoid from then on and they, uh. you see how how crazy you see just how crazy he is and how he can't. He just can't seem to to get himself grounded. But it, it was it's a funny show if you want to watch something to to get you away from something as heavy as ReZero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. I wasn't interested in watching that one. I just I for, I actually completely forgot about that one until you mentioned it. I was like, when you mentioned the name, I was like, why did that sound familiar? I actually had to look it up real quick. I'm like, oh yeah, I heard you meant to watch that one. <laughs> Um, I like I like Brockamon that it came the from that it came from. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering if uh if at the end if he kinda sets up going to that island. But 
No, I think, I think there might be a time gap in between the two series. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think well, the way that they set it up is, is just going to continue on in his high school years. Uh, yeah. The the last episode was, <laughs> I think the last episode was probably the funniest out of all of them, and all of them have their funny moments where where it catches you off guard. But the last one, I, I think they did it. They really ended it with a bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's not much to say. It's a funny show. It's not it's not much for story development. You just get think, a feel for all the characters. You pretty much know what you're getting into after the and first I, episode. I think, I think that's I think that's the same thing with Barack that had been with Barakamon too, because mm-hmm. it was very much a very lighthearted mm-hmm. uh, kind of and it, it it focused more on the characters themselves and just being able to to figure out the people's lives and see how they interconnected with each other and see how they you know it, it was it was almost. Basically, was just a slice of life kind of thing, but yeah. it was done in a kind of very, very much you know. If you had to watch something that was more intensive, it was a way of like, kind of like bringing it down because it was very relaxing. Very, and it, it had a little bit of like emotional moments, a little of the here and there, but it was nothing ever major. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, it was it was just like uh, Seinfeld. Uh, that's the the best way that I can describe it. It's just the characters make the story there's not there's yeah. no story before there's no story after it's just the characters reacting to certain situations and that's what what really makes it funny you see that because mm-hmm. you, you will have some ridiculous characters <laughs> but that when you when you get to uh the the manga club episode i think okay <laughs> i think everybody will enjoy that one Okay, I was wondering if those characters from the first episode got reintroduced into the series. Yeah, you 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 will you see those characters are basically like the driving force okay. for for Honda because he's just even though he's the main character, it's like he's the side character because even though everything revolves around him, he's not doing much to push the story as far as like or as much as everybody else is. Okay. He's like he's the he's the eye of the storm, and everybody else is the chaos. Because everybody holds him in like a high pedestal, so he's over here like minding his own business, and then everybody's like, "Oh my god, he's so great, and he's wonderful, and he's doing this, and he's doing that." Really, he's just living his day to day life, <laughs> and he's 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 just his normal self. And I mean, yeah. <laughs> and they they, I, I will say this because I appreciate that the way that because you you will get side characters that pop in and out. They, they don't really have to do with the story, but they are as memorable as the main characters. Mm-hmm. You have a track star that loves to run, but can't say anything <laughs> for too long because then he throws up. <laughs> so he'll just come in out of nowhere and they'll introduce him and they'll be like, oh, you're not going to do nothing. And he'll be like, what are you talking about? I'm going to it up. And it, yeah, it keeps that joke. It's like that. That joke, running keeps, gag. Yeah, the running gag. It keeps going and going. Yeah, literally running. So you, you'll have characters that you think you'll have characters that you think you won't see again from yeah. like the first couple of episodes, and then they'll just pop up for no reason uh-huh. to make just to bring some comedic relief. Yeah. So they, they do a good job with all of the all of the characters. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'll put it on hold for a while, so I guess I might pick it back up because I don't know. After the first episode, it got way better. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's I think the reason why I put it on hold is because I don't really know why he was so 
pessimistic, but now that you say that they reveal it later on, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm curious to see what the what the reason is. Yeah, it it's fun enough to watch. Okay. Cool. Uh, next one I want to talk about, which I'm sure there will be a few who agree with, is Shokugeki no Soma. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love this show. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I love there's, I, I, there's nothing that I hate about the show other than oh. that it is only 22 minutes long. <laughs> the only thing that I hate about it. I mean, and it just, it continues, it picks up right where the last season left off, and it just continues to drive it forward from there, and you see just more trials and tribulations that he has to go through, um, but I also like how they kind of, like, especially towards the la- later part of the season when he went to do his, I guess you could kind of say his internship to other uh, places, that they kind of showcased the other people too. They didn't. They didn't just drop off and just show him and what he was doing. It's like while he's doing this, this is going on over here, and this is going on over here, and this is going on over here. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So you actually kind of see how things are going. Uh, and I like how they actually continue on with um, the girl. <coughs> I can't remember her name at the moment. Um, uh, uh, you said uh, Nikiti, right, Alice? Uh, the one that that basically is like. Falling for him. Oh, uh, I can't think of her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah but the like, quiet girl. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they show everyone else kind of like little bits and pieces, but they showed her a little bit more. And I'm like, okay, I like that. Because that kind of insinuates to me, it's like, you're going to continue on with that. And you're you should, there might be something kind of going in between them and everything. Yeah. So I like the idea behind that. Um, and I'm not usually one for trying to pit people together or whatnot <laughs> that's one of ones i'm like yeah, that, that, should, that should go together i believe yeah. the proper term is uh shipping yeah well, i'll yeah, say yeah. you're not in the shipping business <laughs> i'm not in the shipping business but i think i'd, I'd probably ship those two um uh, but anyways uh, and and it's always it's cool to see it's like because the world of cooking is so vast and broad it's cool to see they, they can continue to evolve it he does it. There's. It's never like a rehash of anything. It's never stale. It's always he's continuing to learn all the different cooking methods, all the different cooking foods and and combinations and how like things are prepared. And it's just and and you're you're and again even though you're like he's he's kind of like that personality where he's like oh I got this I can totally do this. You still kind of root for him because he even though he does kind of get it. There are times where he stumbles, and you see it, but you're still like, all right, come on. You, you can do this, dude. Come on. You got this. You got this, you know? So and I like that. I like I like animes that kind of get you involved in that sort of way, too, where you're, yeah. you're rooting for him and everything. Yeah, and, it is, and it's not a character that is just like, ah, uh, it's going to work out in the end. You see him. You see the amount of work that he puts in, and he does it. He, he feels that way for a reason. He's... He goes through the effort, the practice. He goes through the studying. He does all of his trials. And oh yeah, if, if, I, I mean, like, like they, with, with, at the restaurant, yeah, like that he, that he went to with the the teacher. Yeah, I mean, I, I again, he he failed like the first time, but he picked it up. 
and yeah. he kept he kept pushing it. And then even in the end, even in the end, he still failed. But it wasn't it wasn't like ah you failed you suck. It was like he failed. But then the teachers are like, well, you know, you can do this, you can do that, and then he's like, oh yeah, you know, you're right, and he keeps studying. He's like, and they're trading notes, and then in the end, he ends up working it out. So yeah. he's like, I didn't like your dish, but let me show you how I would have done it. Yeah. And then and, you're like, oh, hey, that's kind of cool. So he's actually like, and, and you know, it's not, you know, you failed, get out of my, get out of my sight, you yeah. know, and everything. He, he, there are, there are people around him who see the potential in him. Yeah. And they want to help that. Yeah. They don't, they don't, you know, if it was, I feel like if it had been anybody else, like anyone else had come into that kitchen and tried to do that, they'd, he'd have failed him and just tell him to get get lost, get out of here. Even if they had come up with that exact same dish, he still would have told him to get lost, get out of here. But it's the fact that it's him, and and the, they see that potential inside him. They're like, "All right, let me show you how I would have done that." You know, and it's like yeah. I, I I feel for that. I'm like, that's cool. I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah, because they, they, they even say that, and it's one of the episodes. I think is where he's going against uh, the the cousin, the the one that that uses science when she cooks. Oh and yeah, yeah. They're they're comparing him to all of the other students, and I think it's the grandfather that says like, all of the other students are are all ready to quit. They're all would have just bowed out because of who they're going against, and he's the only person that's looking at this like an opportunity to succeed, and he's not bowing down. And that's just the the personality that he's had throughout the whole time. He's not scared to fail. He's not scared to try something new, and he's willing to. To put all of his effort into his cooking, yeah, and, and he's confident. He's gone it. up against. He's gone up against his father. How yeah. many times? <laughs> and failed. Keep it count. How many times? But he keeps. He keeps going for it, and that's very. Even with all his boasting and pes- pessimistic in regards to like, because there are some characters who have that type of personality, and you're like, oh, I just I want him to stop, just stop. Yeah. But he does it just enough to where he kind of has that. But he's still humble enough yeah. to know, okay, I didn't quite succeed there. Let's redo that. Let's rethink that. Let's go over that again and, and, and keep pushing it. Keep trying for it. Keep making it happen. Keep making it work. You know? And again, it's like you you feel for him and you root for him. It's like yeah. when he was having that hard time trying to figure out how to make a proper, a, a, the best fish that he possibly could. Yeah. And he got the idea from the the grandmother in his in his house, and, and, and both me and <laughs> were watching, it and we're like, ah, he figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> what's he gonna do? Yeah, what's he gonna do? you know. Like, <laughs> and then it makes you it makes you wonder all the way to the end of the episode, what is it that he's gonna make? Yeah, like, what, like, what, what's the secret? You see that light bulb flash in his head, and you're like, he got it. He has an idea. This is gonna work. We're gonna do something. This is gonna happen. You know, and it, it's it's exciting. It's a, it's exhilarating feeling, kind of thing, because you it it pulls you into it. You feel yeah. enough with it that you're like, you're you're with him, and you have that same exuberance and idea pop that in his head. That feeling comes to you. You don't know what it is, but that feeling still came to you. You're like, oh, this is gonna be so cool, you know. So it it it. I, that's why I really appreciate this one. I think. Yeah. So. It's I I recommend it to everybody. Is because it's goofy, but it's still serious and it's still intense. The story never really lulls. You don't get any episodes that you feel are wasted because everything kind of 
builds on something, whether it's not him or one of the other characters. And and yeah. and going back to what you were saying about how it shows all the other characters, it really feels like it's a like it is a school experience because it starts off with just him. And then as he's progressing through the school, he is making friends. So then you're also interested in all of his friends that are cooking with him. Mm-hmm. So they show their stories because you're just as interested in their stories as his. Oh, so yeah. you want to know they're if they're all, doing good or they're doing bad. They're all they're all interesting and unique characters on their own. Yeah. And and I think I really appreciate that too. They they made it to where even though they're all they're all cooks, they're all chefs. They all have their own background. They all have their own story, and they all have their unique characteristics that that separate them from each other. So you never feel bored with any of them because you're like, oh, he's new. What's he doing? Or you know, how's he handling this? Because you'd you'd already think who the ma- how the main character would handle the situation, but here's another personality that has the complete polar opposite of him. How's he doing with this? You know, yeah. you're like, oh, okay. So yeah. yeah. The one, another complaint that, it's like a minor complaint though it's how the hell do they eat all their food and stay skinny like <laughs> I, man I would be chowing down all day out, if I could cook that know. good man <laughs> I know the, the, the amount of food and things that they create there I'm like oh that all looks good that looks uh, good too that looks really good I'd eat all that I'm yeah <laughs> I'm hungry but, now yeah no it's it's a great show hey, if you're not what watching it uh, I don't know what's wrong with you because that, <laughs> yeah. that is just a great show. There's nothing. Big, big D. <laughs> yeah. Big D. What's wrong? What's wrong? You have to. You will, there are laugh out loud moments in the show. Yeah. You, you laugh. You laughed about that one scene where he that guy opens the door and she's like pulling her underwear down. Like that made you stop. Like, this show has laugh out loud moments in almost every episode. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I hope, and it, it, I think it will, because they've, they've done it for so long now. But I hope it continues with him and the, uh, the little miss, little miss high, high and mighty. Oh yeah. How, how she's always like aggravated with him and thinks of him like as a, you know, I hate him. I want to get rid of him. And he's just looking at her like, what? <laughs> you know, because he has like no, no, call, no care whatsoever, and thinks of her as just another person. Whereas yeah. she's just like. Oh, I hate him so much. I just want to get rid of him. He needs to go away. And then all of a sudden, he'll just like appear to front of him and be like, "Hi, what's up? Yeah. What are you doing here? Get away! You're not allowed to talk to me. Don't you know that I am the heir to blah 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 blah?" Oh yeah. So oh, what are you gonna eat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's cool." So, so could you help me with this? You know, you're like, "Oh." Right. You want to try this peanut butter squid? <laughs> oh, he's still trying to do that. Yeah. Well, some people. But anyways, uh, I have one more. Anyone else have any? Uh, nope. Uh, we covered all of ours. Yeah. One last one, and it's a short one at least uh, for me, is Natsu no Tsai. Seisen no Shirushi. This is a, I guess, continuation off of the original series. It's only four episodes. Mm. And it was so, Seven Deadly Sins? Yep, Seven Deadly right, Sins. Right. It's, it's only four episodes, uh, but it's kind of like a little short, little story. Uh, they, they're just, they, I think when they finished it, they knew they left a lot left unsaid about the whole thing. And I think because of that, they're like, you know what, let's just add a few more, just so you know how, how things are at least closing up 
Because, like, one of the first, well, not the first, I think it's happened in the second episode. But, like, you remember how, like, it, I know Big D's watched this, right? You watched the whole thing, right? Yeah, we've seen <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. Okay, everyone's seen. Yeah. You remember how, um, I can't remember his name, dude in the red suit. How he oh. had, um, how he uh, had, green. Um, we'll just go green. green. Yeah. yeah, how he had the thing with the captain, where the captain said, after all this is over with, we'll settle. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they were going to fight to the death. Mm-hmm. Well, it actually takes place. That uh, They actually do something. They're like, okay, this is going to happen now. I mean, they do something else with that, but it's like all these kind of loose ends that they had left hanging. They're like, okay, we're going to kind of finish this up, finish this up. They still leave it lo- losing in. Don't me or on. They don't like completely tie everything up more or less, but there's still a few odds and ends, but it's still, it's nice. And it's, even though it's really short and it leaves you wanting more, obviously, because it's, I think it's a really wonderful world, and I think it's it's great what they did with it. Um, and I can't wait to actually see a full season, second season to that. Um, that it's nice cool. to be able to go back to it and at least kind of experience that as it is. I mean, even like the first episode, it's nothing overly dramatic or serious. Um, I can't remember how it came up, but like the captain scared the the little pig. <laughs> he scared. <laughs> bad enough to where he actually ran away and then oh. all of a sudden the princess gets worried and she's like we need to go find him so captain's like all right let's make it a, make it a game whoever finds him first and brings him back here gets one request from me whoever actually grabs him and brings him back here and then it became like a hunt to go and find him and and you see everyone like trying to like attack each other because they want to be the one to get the request from the captain and whatnot and you know it's like it's fun little silly things and and and, Mm -hmm. yeah like the fight was kind of a little bit more serious but even that was kind of fun and and silly because they kind of made it into a spectator thing they made it into like a um you know like you know how they had the the was it the world's strongest uh, ch- uh, competition kind of that, thing. Yeah, that tournament because there were there were for that the prize that was Diane's hammer or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They kind of they kind of made it into that. Um, and like Merlin came out and gave them like their own personal bubble space, so that way they could go crazy without having to worry about like destroying oh. absolutely everything. She's like, here yeah. you go, I'm fighting here. That way we can watch, and then you're not gonna like kill everything in like the next the. <laughs> And the, and the world around you kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it's nice. Again, I enjoyed it. I wish there was more of it. Um, but it was nice to revisit. You know, it's kind of like opening up a, a book again for the second time that you've already read through. And you're like, oh, we're just revisiting old friends and same world and seeing how things are going, how things are doing and whatnot. So... Um, but yeah, anyone who's ever enjoyed, if you enjoyed that series, go watch it. It's only four episodes. Ain't gonna take you that long, um, and it's it's really fun. So okay. I didn't even know they released those four episodes. Oh yeah, well because they didn't release it like right away. I think it ended. The, like, they didn't like start it at the beginning of the season. They waited till like the middle of the season and then started releasing episodes. Yeah. So. Ah uh, okay. Check it out. Let's check that one out. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Cool. I, I especially like to be able to see uh, Merlin a little bit more because in the end of the series, you didn't really get to see much of her and what she can do and how she does things. And then to actually see kind of her work a little bit more, you're like, oh, that's cool. 
I mean, because you get the name Merlin, and you kind of have a lot of connotation yeah. with that as far as right. expectations and whatnot. So, I want to see more greed. I think greed is definitely my fi- my favorite character in that whole series. I mean, I like uh, little dude. I forgot. It. I forgot his name. The captain. He's, yeah, the captain. He's he's funny, but I think that the character that I like the most is definitely greed because he, he seems more. I guess from what they've shown. It seems like he has more of a story. I mean, granted, they haven't really said much about the captain, but yeah. I like I like the way that they went with his story. I, I don't. They do. They, there's a lot of things that they kind of talk about more, and I don't want to give a lot of the way. I want you all to be able to experience a lot of that. But just rest assured, it is definitely worth it. Um, I still say I like I like the captain probably the best. I do like greed. Um, he just can kind of be even kind of an ass sometimes. <laughs> I think that's why I, I think like that's him. why he likes him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you know, it's like even from the very first uh, the season that they had of it, you see that that personality between them. And I mean, the introduction of greed was just absolutely hilarious in the very beginning. And then when they the captain and greed first met, that was just absolutely hilarious. I, and that's I, I like that jovial and just over-the-top tone that they take and they continue throughout everything that they do. Everything is just so over-the-top and it just makes it that much funnier and that better, so. The running joke with with the clothes, where he keeps losing clothes and keeps having to find new clothes. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, sounds interesting. Um, That's all I got. Alright. Is everything I was able to watch and everything we were able to watch in the time span. Yeah, so we had 11 shows that we completed during this last season. Um, And about three weeks to a month, we'll be doing our next episode, which is the Fall 2016 First Impressions. Um, There are quite a few shows that uh, I'm really excited about, like uh, like working and flip flappers and stuff like that. So um, once we get our schedules aligned again, we will be back and uh, we will let y'all know what we think of this season. Yep. So, yes, so Big D, Shade, Daisy Cakes, and Ray. And we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.